Ask Shelly. Ask Shelly. This is the part of the show where you email questions to Shelly that you would never ask her to her face. All right, so let's ask Shelly. Yeah, ask me questions. That's what Ask Shelly is all about. You ask me random questions. I find the random answers. Some of them are random. Some of them are just questions that bug you and you just need to know the answer to. Like this one from Joseph who emailed in and said, I know it sounds like I'm making a joke, but I really want to know if you can find where the name Hancock came from. Back in the day, most people seemed to get their names from what they do, like blacksmiths were the smiths, or the cooks were given the name cook or baker, the town's clothing tailors were given the last name Taylor. So where really did Hancock come from? Signed Joseph. And yeah, a lot of people did get their last name back in the day from the different jobs they had, but that wasn't the only way. They also got their name for where they lived, like maybe on a hill or in the top of the town of Washington or Head, which was given to people who lived at the head of the river. They were also named for different physical characteristics about them, like short or fork beard, top heavy, giant ass. I don't know. I'm just throwing some out there. Some of the names came from Old English, like Hancock. It's one of those names. There are some websites that claim Hancock came from poultry, that the person given the name had something to do with poultry. It's a little unclear. Ancestry.com has the name explained as the English boy's name, Han, and the suffix, you know, the end part of the word, the last few letters in Hancock, which means son of which was commonly added to personal names beginning in the 12th century. There's no way that the name came from the idea of the person, you know, doing pleasure. (laughs) I don't know how else to put that. (laughs) The word did not become slang for guy parts until 1618. And by then, the Hancock name had already been given to many a people. In the 1990 census, uh, Hancock was the 546th most popular last name in the United States. So. Now you know all you need to know about the Hancocks. Dear Shelly, back in the day, how did cavemen poop? That is all. Signed, Justin. All right, so I'm not totally clear what Justin is asking for, but it is the lead up to another question. Did cavemen poop while they were walking the way horses do, or did they stop and take a squat like dogs do? And it turns out they stopped to poop. Makes sense because of the positioning of our butt cheeks, right? You kind of have to have them separated for, you know, that to happen. But studies at Texas A&M and the University of Maryland showed that cavemen were sort of like rabbits. They thought about where they pooped. They even cleaned up after themselves. They found some old fossilized poops uh, that was taken inside of a cave in Oregon where some cave dwellers may have lived. It was covered with a layer of ashes and another pile of, you know, those feces with a layer of ashes and then another pile of feces and ashes on top of that. So it's almost like they had their own kind of toilet going on. Like this is the pooping cave. Uh, according to a PBS special on cavemen, these fossilized poops have hydration added to them to be able to run analysis to determine age and composition. And when that hydration is added, the smell comes back. And I don't know how that's possible if it's a fossil, but smelling 14,000-year-old poop sounds pretty gross. Finally, this from Donna. Much easier on the stomach here. What do you know about fainting goats? Why do they faint? What makes them faint? How long do they stay do they stay down? Are there special fainting goats or do they all have that ability? I think if I had a goat, I think it would be interesting to have a fainting one. Thanks, Sign Donna. 
Well, after uh, watching about an hour's worth of The Office while reading about goats at the same time, I can tell you that I know just about everything there is to know about fainting goats, also known as meat goats, nervous goats, stiff leg goats, wooden leg goats, and Tennessee scare goats. There are a, they're a slightly smaller than normal breed of domestic goat whose muscles freeze up for a moment at least 10 seconds when they're startled. The freezing causes them to fall over, and then they appear to have rigor mortis. It doesn't hurt them at all, and it's not exactly a faint. It's just a tense-up, which causes them to fall over. They do stay conscious the entire time, so they're not really fainting. It's kind of more like a seizure, in a way. It's caused by a muscle condition, which can be present in humans as well. According to the International Fainting Goat Association, the first fainting goats were recognized back in the early 1800s, possibly originating from Nova Scotia. Having a fainting goat does seem fun to, you know, cause it to freak out and tense up and fall over whenever you feel like scaring it. But apparently as the fainting goat gets older, it'll learn to not fall over by standing closer to fences and walls to lean against. Or it could even learn to overcome the falling over part and it'll just run around with stiff legs instead. Which would also kind of be fun and sort of cute to see. So, there you go. That's us, Shelly. I hope you learned something. I think I did. I'm not sure. Caveman poop. 